Welcome to Fired Up, an original podcast from Ignite Fan Insights, powered by NASCAR, the National Sports Forum, and the Association of Luxury Suite Directors. This is a podcast for sports business pros like you. We go behind the gates and beyond the numbers that keep sports fans coming back for more. Our host, Chris Wise, is the brains behind Ignite Fan Insights. With a commitment to research and innovation for over 30 years, he knows the right questions to ask, and more importantly, what to do with the answers. Get ready for engaging, in-depth conversations with sports industry leaders that will inspire you to take action and connect with your fans. I'm Chris McAdoo, and this is Fired Up. Welcome to Fired Up, a podcast from Design Sensory Intelligence and Ignite Fan Insights. Now, during this time of empty stadiums and lonely fields, we're going to talk, we want to talk about the emotions and the mindset of your fans. What does it take to keep them engaged now and for the foreseeable future? And what does it look like when they come back? Um, I'm your host. I'm Chris McAdoo. I'm a a creative director um, with Design Sensory and Design Sensory Intelligence. And most of all for this, I'm a sports fan. Uh, We live in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I want to see my Vols go Vols. I want to see some orange and white. And like so many folks, I am, um, well, as we'll learn uh, uh, from some of the info that we present here in a little bit, uh, just like others, I'm I'm kind of done watching the 98 championship game. I want the, you know, um, we're all hungry for um, competition. And I am excited that we're talking with Chris Wise, Director of Research for Design Sensory Intelligence, who um, is the man behind all those numbers, who's been, uh, you know, studying sports and fan engagement for um, for years. And we're looking about, we're looking at, what are what are those all clears going to look like? Is it stages? Are sports going to come back with um, with no fans? Or we just everyone is answering questions with maybe. Um, so we wanted to give some further insight to the sentiment of the American sports fan. Um, we began um, tracking with some pretty big. Um, you know, pretty big questions for folks around March 25th um, of this year, 2020. Um, Today is April 23rd. But this report represents the second wave with data being gathered um, April 15th through 16th. And the goal is to track the sentiments and observe what impact the suspension of sports activities in relation to this COVID-19 pandemic has on the current and the future behavior of the fan who is hungry for live events and wants to support their favorite team, sport, or player. Uh, Chris Wise, thank you so much for doing this work, and thank you so much for, um, well, for joining Fired Up. Thanks, Chris. I love being here. Thanks. And I, I like you, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry for live sports. I'm, I'm missing Major League Baseball. I'm missing... Um, NASCAR and auto racing. I'm just, I'm, I'm hungry. So I'll just jump right in. We, we began the, the process, like Chris said, March 25th is when we first collected data. And we're talking with fans all across the country. And uh, we were doing it in waves to see how their, their emotions, their mindsets change over the course of the next um, six to eight weeks and understand what it will take to bring them back into the stadium. We do know that they, what's interesting is we do know that they, 
they are definitely staying engaged and fully supportive and even more so than than they have been in the past they miss it that that idea that the heart grows fonder with with some absence is certainly true when it comes to live sports and and fresh competition that uh the, we started out by asking people you know what are what are they feeling that then gave them some some negative emotions and some positive emotions and and we continue to see that that the, the positive emotions outstrip the negative emotions, but only narrowly. And it's, um, but still, it's more positive than negative, and that's something to hang on to. What we're seeing is, though, um, the from a positive standpoint, we're seeing a rising emotion as it relates to blessed, and that's going to looks to to feeling positive about what lies ahead. Uh, they still are they're anxious, but not as anxious as they were. What the, what they're feeling right now is a little bit. St- stuck and that because they they're they're stuck <laughs> they can't go places they can't in this case they're not engaged they can't engage with with sports so why is that important to know that it, it points to the need to communicate with with words and images that play to the positive and neutralize the negative feelings in order to stimulate the action that will be needed when it's timed and we're able to to get back into stadiums and arenas um, they 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 do exp- as I said express their their love of sports. Sixty uh, percent said they indicated they, they continued uh, to support with the same vigor as pre COVID nineteen, and thirty six percent believe they will show even greater support than they had before. Um, again, as I said, the heart does grow fonder when we are apart. Teams, venues, leagues need to show deep appreciation for the fan support and continue to nurture the love which drives loyalty. Well, we, um, Chris, a, a follow-up to that, um, our last uh, a series of um, our last series of data three weeks ago that people were just fine uh, watching the game and the event replays. We talked about my friend Charlie, who is about halfway through his um, 2008 Olympic DVDs. <laughs> um, what what is happening with fans um, who are are people growing tired of uh, you know of watching um, are, are people growing tired of of watching pre recorded stuff like wh- where are people sitting with that right now? Well, that, and that's probably one of the biggest takeaways from this this wave is that while we as I said we still seek continued support in it and a strong desire to, to engage in sports. What we're seeing is uh, when in, the, in our baseline, that, that, uh, that first set of data, everyone was consuming whatever they could consume on uh, broadcasts, streaming, cable, uh, radio, you name it. They were, they were consuming it even though they probably experienced before and they knew the outcome because they were hungry for it. Three weeks later, they, they are over it because now 50% basically have said um we're not we're done we're we're we, we're not consuming at all we want it we want it badly but we want we need fresh they're hungry they want fresh um that that relevant competition is offered through through sports well that that fresh content um this is you know thursday after the last dance um, premiered on ESPN. Of course, Michael Jordan's you know rise to Michael Jordanness. I mean, it it uh, pre- it uh, um, six point one million people watched that this past Sunday, which was ESPN's most uh, popular documentary by far. Um, and it just goes to show you that even even that 
is, I mean, obviously it's content that has existed before, but presented in a new way and a new, new, new way to engage because folks are hungry <laughs> for that engagement with new things. Absolutely hungry. And that, that's, that's exactly, that supports what we're understanding is that it's fresh. That was never seen before. And people just, wow, they were right there and they could live that. And they, and even though it, it, it was a, the past, it was still fresh material. And that's what, that's what did it. And it was all sports related. So, so this tells us why is that important? Because they're so hungry as sports begin to, to be played or, or the competition begins even if there aren't fans in the stands, they will view the competition uh, in any other means possible. And we'll get back into the stands as soon as, as, soon as they're comfortable, but they will. So, so from uh, the monetization standpoint, it's going to rely on the advertising, advertisers supporting um, the, the media that, that will be providing the, the sports. So, Well, let's talk about that, that sort of return. Um, you know, Chris, yeah. I think you you've you've talked a lot, or we've talked a lot about caution being the watchword for fans when it comes to returning to those live events. Um, you know, three weeks ago, uh, we learned that 31 percent indicated that they would return just as soon as play resumed. And now that number's fallen to 22 percent. Um, why is that important? And what are some steps that folks can take to be proactive about it? Yeah, what's important is just even start to unpack those numbers. That at first, I think people thought it would be here and gone. That it, like many things in in our lives and in our culture, it's momentary, bang gone. And this is because it's so different. People are now saying, "Oh, well, maybe I better rethink that," and I'll be happy to um, to to sit back and and consume through through electronic means. But I really want to be back. So. Uh, teams, leagues, and venues just need to be proactive and very sincere in taking and communicating the measures which put fan safety in that total experience first. If they don't, um, the folks will be slow to or may never return if the teams or venues can't honestly uh, ensure safety for the fan when they're in when when they're in a in a stadium or arena, and the and 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 it really is. It's it's. We heard words um, from from folks that included. Um, they they just the, the biggest the biggest sentiment was well if I'm going to go back I it just needs to be safe. There need to be plenty of hand sanitizers everywhere. Give us face masks and maybe take our temperatures. We come into the into the stadium. And then they also then need to be reassured that no new cases of the coronavirus uh, uh, exist and that the pandemic is truly over. So it's and then social distancing and everything we've talked about that that now is gravitating. that They just need those assurances that it's safe to go. They want to be there, but they've 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 got to be assured. And it's got and it's got to be honest, sincere and real that the and teams truly care about their fans and they'll do, they're going to do anything and everything to make sure those fans are safe, but they want them and, and they love them and they're going to do everything they can to nurture that. Well, nurturing that trust, that long time, long term engagement with fans. I mean, I think that we are all, it's in a weird place because we all want that hero's journey. We all want the new heroes, right? Um, I mean, Chris, I watched the the way back. It's the movie with Ben Affleck, where he like 
you know, he's a downtrodden uh, basketball. Or this guy comes back, coaches a team, goes through all this kind of stuff. But I got to watch basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you but it's it's a weird place to be, you know, as a sports fan, and as, as somebody who, who just loves this stuff to also be thinking you're watching um I'm watching that movie, but now with the COVID-19 crisis right in the middle of it, um, watching the stands full, right? Even in the movie, watching people lifting each other on their shoulders, watching people play. And you've just got that safety uh, thing in the back of your mind now, you know? Um, And it's a a sense of loss, a sense of um, uh, like, oh, my gosh. I remember that from the way back, but like that was six weeks ago that we were still doing this. I mean, so I, I want one thing I think that we can all, um, you know, kind of keep in mind is that everyone is learning about this and how to deal with it at the same time, including our sports fans as well as our, um, as well as our teams, you know, um, so is there anything else, you know, Chris, that you want to share for this round of uh, for this round of updates? Yeah, just two two things. Uh, we, all, we all went ahead and asked when when you're ready and the action has begun, what sport is the first one you will most likely attend live? Now, mostly everyone uh, indicated because um, we also find out what is their favorite sport. And everyone pretty much said eh, it's going to be that's the sport that they identified. They, um, however, it also depends on when things do go live and, and fans are allowed. So, so it was either their first sport or then, well, it depends on what sports are available and they'll just go with, with what's available. So, uh, which again points to, they are so hungry and why are they hungry? It's all part of the, the, uh, of who we are as human beings. We need that camaraderie with, uh, with other like-minded fans. We, we, we need the competition because sports has been, um, just like other entertainment offerings, it's escape from reality. It puts us in a different place and allows us to be go wild, to 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 cheer, to to have so many emotions that are that we don't get to experience every day in our in our in our life. So it's so it's really um, it's really necessary. So sports aren't going to go away, and everybody. Um, believes that it's not going to go away. There's, there are a few people that are now concerned that it, that it'll just, it'll die and it's just not going to, it's, it will continue um, because it's too important. It will just, we just have to understand how we will consume and, and what that will be, but we will consume and, and there will be opportunities to, to continue on. We'll just uh, walk the journey together and keep understanding the fans. So, Teams and venues can can do their thing to to make sure it, it works. So that's about it for now. We were we're going to ask some additional questions on our next wave, uh, which is in a couple of weeks, and we'll we'll just continue to share that with with everyone and hope they love it and, and they'll be able to get a copy of this report uh, along with this podcast. And I'll let you tell them about that. Well, yeah, uh, to uh, to get the full like and I want you guys to I want you to understand these key data points. We've got these reports, which we're going through the 
you know, the, 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 uh, the 30,000 feet view on this podcast. But for those of you who really value data and really want to make informed decisions, and maybe you're just curious about what's going on, um, you can go to ignitefaninsights.com. Um, where you can sign up for our email newsletter, which will immediately get you a copy of this report, and you'll be subscribed to all of the reports that we will be doing um, during this crisis, and hopefully well beyond, (laughs) you know, when we do get back into those seats. Um, So Chris Wise, thank you so much you know, um, for the work that you do and for the real boots on the ground intelligence that is provided to folks that, I mean, we just want you guys to have the info so you can put it into action, right? That's it. There you go. So anyway, I thank you so much for joining us on Fired Up. Again, this is a, it's a podcast from Design Sensory Intelligence and Ignite Fan Insights. Um, Again, go to ignitefaninsights.com, subscribe, get a great, just get a a ton of great information that you can use. I'm Chris McAdoo, um, host, creative director, and sports fan. I'll repeat, go Vols. Uh, (laughs) And as always, um, we've been joined by Chris Wise, Director of Research for Design Sensory Intelligence. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you again soon.